Welcome, you are listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now, as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. You can log on to www.thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. Go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. Put your animal's photo uh, and your question in the comment section of today's post so we can see it while we talk to you on the air. If you don't have a photo, that's okay. We can still do this because uh, Laura is that good. Call 917 889 2693. That's 917-889-2693. Chat room is open. I'm your producer and co-host, Aikusuhara. Welcome to the show. Hey, Laura. Welcome, welcome. How's it going? Good, good. So um, today, uh, I'm not sure if we need to, I think we might need to still do the last four numbers. Yeah, I don't so. think uh, Kendra and Deanna are here today. Okay. So we're going to be doing the uh, last four numbers as we have been doing the last oh, few no, weeks. Oh, no, I got a text message from Deanna, uh, from, uh, Deanna and Kendra. They are here today. Oh, they are here today. So, Yay. Yeah, Great. I know. It's exciting. Very exciting. Um, Okay. Um so maybe we'll when we we'll just uh we're just getting settled in so let's just talk to uh for the first uh couple ones we're just going to pick randomly. So I'm going to uh shout out your last four digits. When you get on the air just go straight to who your who is your animal and uh what do they look like and all that good stuff uh dead alive all their information. So just go right into it. Ready, everyone? Okay, here we go. Uh, okay. 8-0, 8-0-4-0, 8-0-4-0. You are on. Go ahead. Please tell us your name, your animals, and you know what kind of animal and all of your information. Yes. Hi. My name is Joan, and my animal is, his name was Mr. Tay, a little Toy Poodle. Um, we had him put down this summer. He was 17 years old, and oh, it was hard. Just, just old. Um, I think we wore him out. But I'm just <laughs> wondering if there's any messages from him. Okay, and so tell me, what did Mr. Tay look like? I know he's a little poodle, but what color was he? Um, apricot, an off-white, oh, five cute. five pounds. Okay, let's get Mr. Tay. Okay. He says that, can I ask, can I tell his mom that he bounces on top of them on the bed? (laughs) Yeah, that's what he did. (laughs) I can really bounce on them now. Uh Uh-huh. He says he goes on the car ride. Yes. And he'll switch back and forth to whose lap he sits on. Mm Mm-hmm. Is your mother on the other side? Because he says that he's seeing, he said, I'm, I saw her mother on the other side, but maybe it could be her grandmother? 
Is your mother on the other side? No, no, not my mother. My my mother-in-law. Maybe it's your mother-in-law then. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, she's doing something. Hold on. He says that he's there with her, and she's cutting really beautiful flowers and putting them on a, in a vase. Okay. That must be a, there. Must be a message also coming from you because. He's saying something about that she has something that jingles. And I can't tell if it's like a charm bracelet or if it's keys. or I can't tell exactly what it is, but it's something that she's holding in her hands and it makes like hmm. that jingly sound. Do you know okay. what that would be? Uh, the only so, thing I can think of are his, his tags, his dog tags. Um, well, they always jingled. Do- oh, maybe it's, but I kind of felt like that might have been a message coming from your uh to for your husband or okay. um for you so maybe ask okay yeah i'll have to i'll think about it he sure he had like a charm bracelet or something that jingled or maybe he lost his keys and she found them or something i don't know what it is <laughs> some stuff on message there. Could be. okay oh wait he's saying something else he says he has really good food there and that she hands feed him, mm-hmm. and his teeth doesn't don't bother him. Okay, good, good. Was his does he say anything about his passing? Did I? Is he mad at me? <laughs> For well, he said his passing was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was that like is... the birds in the backyard taking flight. Yeah, well, we we had it done here at home, and and. We were looking out the window, so um, oh, he, we had him put he was, down. We had somebody come right into the house, and he laid right here on my lap. Oh, how beautiful. Yeah. yeah oh, he, I love that. He probably was oh, watching the birds. Yeah, and he kind of left with them, too, you know, sort of free like that. Yeah. So yeah. he might come in the birds, too, to kind of oh. look for him there. It might okay. be one of his ways show himself okay oh thanks for calling in today yeah, yeah well thank you very much i appreciate it oh you're okay. so welcome mm, yeah that's a question a lot of people ask mm-hmm. huh like oh did i do the right thing or i know it's so hard for us when we they have to go i know and people doubt themselves so much like yeah. even though they know it's kind of because you're playing god yeah and and people are confused about whether or not it's the right time. I'm so mm-hmm. lucky that I can hear them in that time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Maya, I tell how Maya, I had to tell her, I have to hear it three days in a row. <laughs> yeah. Like, I couldn't just hear it once. I had to hear it three days in a row. Mm. Well, today we have a guest, Kim Sterla from Animal Place with Wyatt. And um, we can ask Kim... A little more about Wyatt. Um, Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be back. Yeah, (laughs) welcome back. Tell us, uh, um, for our listeners who may not have heard you last time, what is Animal Place and and what do you guys do there? 
Animal Place, we're a nonprofit sanctuary, and we're in the Sierra foothills up in Northern California, located in Grass Valley, and we have 600 acres where we rescue farmed animals. So we got a lot of pigs and goats and chickens and cows and and turkeys, who I wanted mm-hmm. to talk to you about today. Mm-hmm, cool. See if Laura can give us insight. And do these animals, they come there, and then are some adopted out and some that stay there? How does that work? Yeah, we do both. We have animals that we rescue. We have a few hundred that live here, and they live here permanently. And then we also do large-scale rescues, mostly of spent hens from the egg industry. And this mm-hmm. year we've saved a little over 3,000 lives. And then we um, we place them up for adoption. In fact, we're going to be doing an adoption bent down in Southern California, I think, next month. And um, we've placed, oh, my gosh, 16,000 hens over the past four years, so making sure they're going to good good forever homes. Wow. That's oh, amazing. 16,000. I know. it. And more to it come. Is. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe come. that. Yeah. So sad that they they need to, that there are so many that need homes. Um, so tell us, it we're is. going to be talking to uh, Wyatt today. Tell us, who is Wyatt? So Wyatt is a turkey that we um, rescued about a year ago. He was from Southern California. He found himself at an animal control agency, and he was he weighed over 40 pounds. It looks like he was a stray, so I think mm-hmm. he, Wyatt must have been an escapee from somewhere, clearly being fattened up for the Thanksgiving table. We heard about him. We had a volunteer go down and bring Wyatt up here. He was in wonderful disposition, lived with the other male turkeys. And then, you know, around springtime, the male turkeys start getting a little excitable, agitated, maybe frustrated, and um, and they all act out a little bit. But then when spring uh, stopped earlier this year, Wyatt continued his excitability and, and really aggression towards his his animal care people and they kind of want to know why. What? Why is he angry? And is there anything we can do for him? And is he mad at us? Or we're we're just we're confused by by Wyatt's um, disposition. And it's just the just the animal care take care people. It's not the other turkeys. No, he's not aggressive towards the turkeys at all. But he's oh, aggressive so toward or mad to the people. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, let's get Wyatt and see. I'm going to send Wyatt's picture to my nephew. My little nephew is five, and his name is Wyatt, too. He loves (laughs) animals, so he's going to get a big kick out of Wyatt. Okay, so let's get Wyatt. Wyatt! He says he can, he's listening, and he can tell you why. He says he doesn't like it when they grab him by the neck and hold him. It really bothers me and it hurts me. Do you know why he would that would ever need to happen to him? Would it ever happen to him if he's being doctored or checked up or you know why? We we do health checks every month, but I I think we mostly for actually when we're when we're catching them, we you know, we scoop our our arms around their feathers and and don't handle them by the neck. So he could have certainly mm-hmm. been treated that way before we rescued him, though. Mm. So, Wyatt, no one's going to do that to you here. 
Okay, that's really, really important for you to know. Nobody's going to do that to you. You're going to be safe. And when they catch you, if you remember, they just catch you around like your breastbone. Is that what you're saying? Like you kind of go from behind and kind of, is that yeah, how you wrap our them? arms around them, around yeah. their feathers and their body. Yeah. Yeah, and if anyone ever grabs your neck now, maybe it's because you're going to bite them, right, and they're trying to protect themselves. So if you, <laughs> you know, be really friendly, they won't have to hold you very hard. They just support you. But it hurts me at the base of my neck. I don't trust them. But why don't you trust them? You've been there a while and you notice they feed you and they're, you see the way they are with all the other animals. You don't quite understand why you don't trust them. And you know you're going to live forever there. You're not going to get eaten ever. You're going to live there forever. So if that's ever a fear of yours, you can let that go. You're totally safe. You're totally safe where you are and you're going to live to be very, very old. Sometimes if they have to grab me, they squeeze me. Still on that. Um, but if they, so what would you have to do? Because let me explain to him, if you do ever have to grab him or kind of, what what do you do with him? Do you put him in his pen or, or do you have to adopt no, him? Or no, not, not at all. Just do, um, you know, cursory physical exam. Um, and that's to make sure sometimes we treat him for pit. Hmm? And how often is that? That's usually once a month for for all the oh, animals so here. Do, okay. So you have to do that once a month, and you're doing a physical. When you do the physical, you have to treat them for a parasite, and, and that's Sometimes. in the mouth. Yes. That's in the mouth. And then, and then do you, like, what else is done during the physical? Do you have to take their temperature up their bum, or do you have to um, check? Only, check only if they're sick. Okay, because I just want to tell him, one of the things, and this is common with, like, a lot of animals that go to the vet, not just turkeys, but but they don't quite understand why you're doing it. So, like, if you can even Mm. tell the people who are doing it are like, okay, I'm squirting this in your mouth because if you have any parasites that eat the food in your body and make you sick, this is going to make that better. And um, Mm -hmm. I'm sticking this up to your butt so that we can tell if your temperature is really hot or really cold and we know what's going on in your body. Where we're taking blood work because that tells us what all your organs are doing inside your body so that we know how to treat you and keep you healthy. The more you can tell them that, the more they understand. He's not quite saying that anyone's been talking to him, but in the rescue situation where there's a lot of animals that have been rescued, they're all talking to one another, and some of them have post-traumatic stress, and so those visions are sort of through their head too. And so mm-hmm. if, if there's another turkey there who saw turkeys get, you know, their head chopped off or, you know, or grabbed and strangled mm-hmm. or held like that, um, he could be picking that up. And so then when you're going to reach around his breastbone, he could be getting like a post-traumatic stress, even if it's not his own. And thinking, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. this is going to happen to me. So, um, so it's really important just for him to, for all of them to sort of know that this is safe. And I mean, I'm sure you're already putting that out there, but to sort of remind them when they're going, when they're put in a position of where there might be PTSD. So, well, we put you know it out there, but we don't, we don't articulate it out loud. Are, is, are you uh, suggesting you that we do that? No. It, 
Okay, so you only need to articulate it out loud if it helps you get your thoughts sort of organized in your head. So, But it is important that every time you handle the animal, you're telling the animal that, whether you're doing it quietly or if you're saying it out loud. Like, I really Mm -hmm. think that it's really important to picture everything that you're saying, but some people say to me, oh, I'm not visual, I can't picture that, like, I have no idea. So I say, if you're just clear in what you're saying, your mind is unconsciously going to create pictures for that that they'll pick up. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. um, it is a good idea, or like if you're doing a whole group, you could tell the whole group, okay, everybody, tomorrow we're rounding you all up, and we're going to check your temperatures, and we're going to give you your shots, and so, you know, tomorrow it's okay. Because a lot of times they think the shot is a death shot. I mean, he's not saying that, mm-hmm. but many of them think that. So we're just going to give you a shot to help you stay healthy or whatever it means. And, you know, you would even do that lying at home in bed and picture all the whole farm and say it in your head and don't get it. Okay, little guy, do you understand that you're totally safe and your family loves you so much and they had me talk to you, which means they love you extra special because you were picked out of all those animals. So it's really important to them that you feel safe and that you know that your caregivers are safe. Okay, so I want whenever you have the feeling like they're going to hurt you, I want you to relax and remember how it was before you got all nervous. Because before you got all nervous, you saw that they were really nice and you were fine, remember? But they hurt me too hard on my neck. Maybe he struggled once and they had to hold him back a little bit more and it just hurt him and he remembers that. Hey, buddy, it's well, never going to happen. And the less you struggle, the, the more you'll feel better. Okay? It's important. Well, is there say? anything... Anything we can do, Lord, to prevent him from attacking us when we walk in there? <laughs> okay, did you hear? What can they do to prevent you from, well, one of the things you could do, too, if that's his main thing is that he thinks you're going to grab him, is before you walk in, have in your mind your route of what you're going to do. Right? Because mm-hmm. what are you going to do when you walk in there? Are you going to just, like, give him food and what are you going to do, or do you need to handle him when you walk in there? Well, yeah, we just walk in to feed and, or to clean and, and heal a Oh, to heal feed or to clean, yeah. So before you walk in, just say, I'm kind of just walking in to feed and clean. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just know I'm just feeding and cleaning and just, um, just kind of have your back sort of to, to him. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweetheart? So you got to know that they got to go in there to feed and clean. And it's important that they do that every day. They go in, they feed, and they clean. And you know what? You've got to be smart. You've got to know that that's what they do every day. Okay? And if you are threatening to them, they're going to have to protect themselves. So it's really important that you just know they're fine. You've got to let it go because you're totally fine. You're, you're making a big deal out of nothing. All right? I kind of understand. Okay. Well, I want you to, like, definitely understand. Okay, I do. Okay, let's cross our fingers. So I would, like, you know, not try to do anything like body language threatening, which would be, you know, like staring at him or coming at him with your shoulders, you know, square Mm -hmm. onto him. Mm -hmm. If you could just kind of ignore him, don't look him in the eye when you go in there and just say, I'm just scooping up the poop and I'm just feeding you. 
and try and stay away from saying things like, I'm not going to hurt you. Like, don't worry. Because when you use a negative like that, you picture in your mind the hurting and the worry. So you're going to say, because okay. I'm going to be brave, just scooping up poop, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. So, Kim, okay. tell us, uh, how can people get in contact with Animal Place? Where can they look you up? And how well, uh, do they get involved? Yes, I mean, visit our website at animalplace.org. If they want to adopt chickens or, or other farmed animals, they can fill out an adoption application. And then, um, hey, on, on uh, November 22nd, we have Thank the Turkeys event here at the sanctuary. So it's a gourmet vegan feast, and all the visitors get little yam pies that they get to feed the turkeys because we got plenty of them here. So it is the day to honor the turkeys. November twenty awesome. second here at Animal Place. Do you do um, turkey uh, like adoptions where we, people can kind of like adopt, not take home and adopt, we, but like financially adopt a turkey for Thanksgiving? We do. We mm-hmm. we do. We have a foster parent um, program, mm-hmm. and we have several turkeys that are um, a part of the foster parent program, and um, they will receive a full color certificate um, of the turkey that they adopt, and the monies. Rays will go right back to, to feeding and caring for Wyatt and the other 20-some-odd turkeys we have here. So That's yes. great. All right. Thank you, Kim Sterla from Animal Thank Place. Thank you very much. And uh, we will be... Uh, we'll be posting your information up on the chat room. I believe it's already up there. And it's yeah, on, our, it's on our Facebook already. It's on the Facebook, yeah, and you can check out uh, Wyatt. And he's taking a walk with one of the caregivers on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. <laughs> it's a cute picture. Wyatt, um, 22nd, they're going to have a big event for you. It's so exciting. I know. It's so cool, Wyatt. Does he so want to say anything about that real quick? Yeah, do you think about that, Wyatt, that on the 22nd, so in like two weeks, you're going to have a big event, and it's going to be just for all the turkeys. I'd like a soft mash that day. Okay. Wait, what did he soft say? Mash. He wants a soft mash. Oh. <laughs> that day. Uh, they always want want to go back to food, huh? Food, a lot of times, yes. <laughs> what so did you want to say, Laura? say something off topic so um so luca is at doggy daycare second day and felix is there um for his first day and i'm getting um text messages with lucas and felix's picture at Mm -hmm. doggy daycare and luca for the first like half an hour luca felix is hiding underneath something and luca was lying outside like protecting Felix, and <laughs> then <laughs> I know. And she wrote, she she writes me. This is my friend who runs the doggy daycare. Luke is being such a good protector. You can tell he wants to play, but too worried about Felix. So mm. then I get another. Then I get another text message from Luca, and Luca's my poodle, you guys, who's playing now with a border collie, and she and and she sends me a picture of them, sort of. Well, Luca's putting his little head on top of the border collie, which is a little sign of dominance in the picture, but they're playing. And she writes, he's playing with Willie now, but won't wander far from Felix getting there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like a proud mom. 
That's so cute. That's so awesome. <laughs> the two so little cute. babies at doggy daycare. That's so awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to keep going with the phone calls. And um, again, we're going to call out your last four digits. And when you get on, just go straight into who, what's your name? What's your animal's name? What kind of animal? Age? Um, description? Dead, alive? And one question, one theme we stick to, we want to get to as many callers as we can today. So here we go. 7081. You're on. And tell us who is your animal, who are you, and all those all that information. Go ahead. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Uh-oh. Okay. Not working. Next. 2897. Here you go. 2897. Go ahead. Hello? Yes, you're on. Go ahead. Hi. Um, uh, my dog, is, he's a beagle. His name's Boo Boo. He's nine years old. Uh, I posted his picture. I just wanted to see how he's feeling. Oh, good. I don't see Boo Boo's picture. I'm looking for him now. Did you post it under the post? Oh, I see Boo Boo's. I think um, I was okay. the, pers- the first one to comment with uh, in the comments. Um, yeah, unfortunately, but that's okay. We can do it without a sweet little photo. So, um, so you just want to ask Boo Boo how he's feeling, and so what is Boo Boo? He's a beagle, and is he small or big? And he's not nine years old, and kind of tell me his little body type. Um, he's about like. Maybe like forty two pounds. <laughs> he's okay. a little Yeah. Um, he's a big beagle, huh? Yeah. Uh, big beagle. Okay. Okay, let's get him. I think something about not being able to get to go outside enough. Okay. He says when he goes out he wants to go far from home. And I don't know if that means walk him or actually, like, take him in the car and drive him somewhere. He says he wants to go to the place that goes a hill up and down. Do you know where that is? It looks like something oh. that, like, like a rolling hill or something that has, like, it might be like a pathway that kind of is a little bit rolling. He might be talking about... um because we did something crazy. We had recently moved up north closer to our family, and um, there was, like, rolling hills up there. I, I think he likes it a lot better up there. So. Oh, so he's saying we moved. to go on. But yeah, we moved, moved there, and then we moved back. We moved back. Like, oh. Yeah, so. That's where your family is. But you're yeah. not moving back here. Buddy, I'm so sorry. You're not moving up there, though. You're not going to, honey. You're going to stay. I want to know if you're going to go for a holiday. Can I still maybe. maybe, Maybe. Maybe, honey. He says sometimes his it, hips get stuck when he walks. His hips? His hips get stuck when he walks. Oh, okay. 
sometimes I have an itchy ear, but not always. Okay. And I like it when my mom pets me a lot. And I like it when she scratches my bum. <laughs> and he says he also likes it when you feed him, like, this cheesy stuff. You know what that is? Cheesy I don't know. Really, really, it looks almost like American cheese to me. It looks like so it would be something that looks like American cheese. It's like orange, like that. Well, I give him carrots. He likes carrots. Are they soft? Are they soft and and cut up? No. Well, it's the little baby carrots. Ah. Uh, I think that's it. Are they cooked? Are they soft? No, they're they're raw. He likes them raw. They're, uh, I don't think that's it because I really felt like it was more cheesy, like more and softer, you know? Like I could maybe make that mistake if they were like, if they were, well, actually, let me ask him if he's asking for them to be softer because that could oh, be okay. a possibility. So okay. little guy. Are you, are you asking for those to be softer? You know, are you talking about the baby carrots that are crunchy? Do you want them to be more? Yeah, I want them to be softer. Okay. So does that mean that your teeth are bothering you? A little bit. Okay. And my poops when I poop them out. So he's feeling like he doesn't totally digest them. Okay. And I also like covers on the bed. I like lots of covers. <laughs> you know what you're talking about? Um, well, he pretty much takes up the couch. The couch is like his. So, and there's usually a blanket for him. Oh. So. Oh, they want the blanket over him. <laughs> all in all, he's doing pretty good though. Okay, good. Go back your families, which is so funny, I think. Okay. Well, yeah. Thank you. You, should take, you should take them to visit. <laughs> Thanks for calling. <laughs> All right, going straight to our next caller. We got, um, I see here, this is not a number because it's a Skype caller, I guess. It says Lavender. You are on. Tell us uh, what is your animal and your name and all your info. I can hear you. Go ahead. Oh, great. I'm sorry. I don't know how to use this too well. That's um, right. Go ahead. My dog, his name is Tomas. And I just loaded his picture in Facebook. He's a people. Mm-hmm. And, okay, he has really serious anxiety problems when I leave. And I don't leave much. I mean, it's like two or three hours or to the store, and he goes crazy. So when I do have to leave, like, for, like, uh, I don't know, outside of the state, a week or two weeks or three weeks, he just gets so upset. So I'm just going to have to take him with me. So I was wondering if you could just let him know that we're going to do be doing the airplane thing, and this is probably oh, going to be really? very scary, but it's either that or stay behind and when you leave him behind should i tell him that you leaving him behind like with somebody or that well um, i have 
either he stays with the vet where they love him or there's um the lady that helps me, she comes and she stays with her children here. Or my brother comes here. He's never alone. I really take care that he's, you know, not alone at night. Somebody sees him every day. Somebody walks him. The worst is when he's in the vet because that's a kennel. But he start, still goes crazy. And I have to go for, like, a long period of time, maybe more than two weeks. Okay. So yeah, I was thinking I'm just going to have to take him with me. Yeah, let's talk to him, although the planes are really scary, though, too. Um, I know, but it's and, just like five hours. Maybe if you could let him know, or I don't know. Okay, let me tell him. Let me tell him. Oh, um, okay, I'm so glad you called in. I've seen you on my Facebook page for so long. It's good to hear a voice to you, to a name. Um, okay, let's, let's Thank get you. <laughs> Hi, come on. He says he's excited to talk to you because he wants a birthday cake. Oh, my God. He wants to have a really yummy cake. Is, this his, is it his birthday or your birthday, too? Uh, no. Well, no, no, no. Why do you want, like, a birthday cake, honey? Like a crunchy cake. What else? He says that sometimes he talks to his mom. Sometimes we have really long conversations. She says, Tomas, what's going on with you? And I say, I miss you too much. And that I want to come with you. Because he's worried about you alone. I got to protect her. I've got to make sure that she's safe. So your mom's saying that sometimes she's going to take you, but you've got to go on a plane. And sometimes the planes are really scary because you've got to go in a crate and there's lots of loud noise. And, okay, so sometimes you have to go on a plane if mom's going to take you for a couple of weeks. He says, I don't mind that. You don't like it when her brother stays with you or when the kids stay with you? What do you think about that? When the kids stay with me, they always play with my head. And they kiss me down my back. And they tell me I'm a good boy. Well, you should have fun with them. You should have fun. And mom could tell you the sun rising and setting for as many days as you'll be gone. Okay, as many days as she'll be gone, she can tell you the sun rising and setting. He says that's something I can understand. Do you do that now? Yeah, I do that. I do that always, but um, she just has great anxiety problems. And oh, buddy, I'm yeah, we've had a very hard year. I'm worried about his anxiety. I'm so worried about his anxiety problems on the plane. They're so scary because the noise is so loud and the lights. I might not even have another choice because we might not have a babysitter. Oh, okay. 
So if he knows how, I cannot ride with him, but I'm going to be there and leave him and then pick him up and we're both going to be in the same plane. And I know the noises are terrible. And he gets a lot really scary with noises, but mm-hmm. you should be like something in his ear. Really brave mm-hmm. for like five hours. <laughs> yeah, you should practice putting cotton in his ears so that when he goes, you can put cotton in his ears. But what about the pressure? Wouldn't that be uncomfortable? I, I don't know. I would try not. I would talk to someone about that. I would. How old is he now? He must be like nine or ten. Hmm. Um. It's hard on them. That's why I'm. I'm not a big fan of it, as you can tell. I know, <laughs> and I've been scared for for the longest time. But we just lost my mom, and we're. On our own. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, so we have to manage. Come on, me. If my mom says it will be okay, it will be okay, he says. Then how come you haven't thought that way when mom's left you? Because she needs a protector. All right, little buddy. So listen, little buddy, okay? So you're going to go on a plane, and it's going to make a lot of noise, and there's going to be a lot of bright lights, but at the end of five hours, you're going to meet up with your mom again. All right? Well, my mom gave me the Slurpee food to eat. I like (laughs) the Slurpee food. Do you know what that is? I cook him chicken and vegetables and, you know, like soupy stuff besides his food <laughs> so that he gets something healthy. <laughs> I but love I have that. To do like half that and half dry. So when are you going on your trip? I'm hoping I'm going in December. Okay. Okay, so and you're going to go in December. You could always call back in before you go so we can kind of talk him through it again. Thank you so much. You're well, welcome, okay, little buddy, in December. You're going to go on your trip. Yeah, call us okay. back, Lavender. That's, yeah. I guess, yeah, the plane thing must be really scary. I I don't oh know. I'm so scared about that. You know, they just lost a dog at LAX. Did you hear that? No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they lost they... a dog at LAX, and it was like a big dog, and they were like, Oh, she got out of his cage. And the guy, like, he's been crate trained a bunch. My mom told me this, actually. Oh. That, been, that it had been that he'd been crate trained. The guy thinks that he was let out of there. Somebody tried to open up the cage and he got out. But they haven't found oh. him yet. Hmm. That's what I heard, anyway. As of yesterday, they haven't found him yet. Oh. Well, we should look into that I story. I about that. Oh, mm-hmm. here. Dog booked on Delta flight goes missing. That's like that movie, Hachi, all the oh, Americanized oh, yeah. that version that of that. Yeah, they uh, lose the, well, it's not, week, that's not what it's about, but that's how it starts out. A week later, he's missing. Uh, he got oh, booked on the October 31st Delta flight from Los Angeles to Tampa. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? Oh, terrible. It's horrible, horrible, horrible. Okay, uh, next caller is 6001, 6001. You are on. 
Hello. Hi. Go ahead. Tell us who you are and your animal and all that stuff. Go ahead. My name is Sylvia, and I had a 19-year-old miniature poodle. I posted his picture on your website. His name was uh, Beanie. <laughs> and uh, he he was 19 years old, and on Monday, October 27, we put him to sleep because he was doing pretty bad. And um, we just wanted to know how he's how he's doing. Um, he was having a hard time having a good night's sleep, so at night I used to help him change positions. And uh, he grew up with another dog. Um, his name was Rocket. It was a poodle. Uh, not a poodle, a mm. cocker spaniel. And I saw the cocker spaniel around him one one time when I was helping him change positions. And I also oh. like yeah, I wanted to know if if Rocket, my cocker spaniel, is with him. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, for some reason, his picture didn't come into the Facebook page. You just tell me what what he looked like. I know uh, he's a little poodle, but what he, color he, he? He's a miniature white poodle. Okay, great. Let's get him. I actually thought I saw him his little face earlier, but I don't see it yeah, anymore. He, he was he's like sitting on a brown um couch. And, and he looks he looks nineteen, right? He looks older. Yes. Well no, up in here it's not showing up now, but that's okay, I can do it without it. And I kinda remember that picture. Um Okay, let's get him. Oh yeah, here he is, I see him. He says that he wants to tell you something about him. Mm-hmm. That sometimes he runs around you in circles. Oh. He says you don't need to flip me over anymore. Because I can do it myself. He says when you're in the kitchen, he's jumping up and down. Oh. He says that he's in heaven with a nice friend of yours and Rocket. Oh. Oh, that's good to know. He says that him and Rocket will sit on the couch together. Oh, that's nice. Do you know which friend he's talking about? Uh, no, I don't know which friend. It looks, I want to say that it looks like a woman. Who's the friend, honey? He said He said that she likes to watch TV. And she's huh. really nice. She sings to them and feeds them. And she doesn't have to wear glasses in heaven, which means that she probably wore glasses on earth. And she looks like she looks like maybe like a like a sister's age, like meaning that she's like around your age. And um I 
want to say that she's not heavy set, but she looks like a big woman. Not necessarily tall, but a bigger build woman. Do you know who that is? It didn't necessarily need to have been somebody Beanie has known. Oh, I see. It could be somebody else. And it could be somebody that you haven't thought about in a really long time. But she looks like she's sitting on the couch in her sweat. Oh. You know who that is? No. Do you sit on the couch in your sweat? Uh, I sit on the couch, but uh, no, I don't usually sleep there. This woman looks like she's wearing really comfortable clothes. And she's sitting on, I can see her pretty well, actually. She's sitting on the couch, and she's got the dogs on the couch with her. And she feels like an old friend or like an old sister. Sometimes I think of sister figures. Sometimes they can be aunts. So oh, you have I... aunts on the other side? Um, yeah, I so, have aunts on the other side. but um... Does that sound like one of them that wore glasses and likes comfortable clothes? Huh. Uh, right now, I cannot. Yeah, we'll think about it because I see her pretty strong. And usually, what happens is that um, when when somebody from the other side comes in during a session, it's for two different reasons. It's one so Beanie can say, "Hey, mom, there's this woman here that's taking care of me. She's feeding me oh, and she's singing uh-huh. to me, and we get to watch TV together and we're hanging out together, right?" So it's that one one reason so that you know that he's not alone. But the other reason is that that person can get a message across to you or oh, somebody in your family that uh-huh. she's okay. Every now and then, there'll be like somebody who hijacks the session, and it will uh-huh. be like, it will be like, let's say you have like a coworker's friend, and all of a sudden their sister had passed away, and their sister's trying to hijack the session to, to say like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm here." So uh-huh. just kind of keep it in our rem- mind and remember what I said about her because also what happens is that if a, somebody comes in, like I said, it's for two different reasons. It's one for a beanie, but it's also so that woman gets across, gets the message across. And uh-huh. if it doesn't get across, if you don't figure out who it is, that person is still going to be trying to to let you know who it is. So there'll be other messages, if it's even if it's not here. Oh, also uh, my son joined the the Air Force, and he was not able to be with him the last couple of days when he was alive. Mm-hmm. And I just, if you could just tell him that he loved him very much and he wanted to be here, but he couldn't be. Did you hear that, Beanie? Did you hear that? His name His name is Anthony. He says he's seen Anthony. He says that he's gone to Anthony and he's sat next to him when he's hanging out with his friends. She likes to see him make friends. And sometimes when Anthony is sleeping, he curls up close to his head. Oh, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for your call and, you know, keep thinking of who that is and or who might be hijacking the session. <laughs> That's always weird. <laughs> I know, and I, you know, sometimes people say to me, they're like, I have no idea who you're talking about. Like, I have no idea. I'm kind mm-hmm. of unfazed, you know? Like, sometimes people say that, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I like people that, like, know things right away, and I hate it. 
And uh, it used to make me so nervous when it didn't connect for people. But then I've had yeah. enough people call me back and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. That was my brother's sister. I totally forgot. So it's like, yeah. you know, sometimes people are just like they're too in shock or they're too, like, in another place. And it's just, like, too hard for them to think too many things at once. And, and then yeah, get yeah. it later. Totally. All right. I always like it when people come in. When, like, the humans come into the session when we're talking to animals. Because I'm like, ooh, who's that? <laughs> I don't you know, that like one that. woman is interesting. And she's sitting in the couch and her sweats. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching TV with the dog. That's so funny. I was like, oh, is that me? I think that's the that's me. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting on the couch in my sweats. Okay. Uh, 8338. Go ahead. we got to be quick because our time is running Hi. out. 8338, go ahead. Hi. Uh, my name is John. Uh, I lost my cat about a week ago, and I put her picture on the Facebook page. She's a little white kitty with in a little in a little kitty bed. And I was wondering if she uh, is going to reincarnate. Hmm. Nice little picture. Oh, wait, I think I know. She's white, huh? She looks like my Makia, actually. I got to find it, but I know. I think I saw your, where she was posted. Oh, I'm sorry. So she passed away? Pardon? Yeah. Is it Jessica? Yeah, that's Jessica. Oh, yeah, she looks like my Makia. I don't know if you've ever seen Makia, but they look like they could be twins. Huh. Um. Yeah. Okay. And so you want to ask Jessica if she's going to reincarnate? Yes. Hi, Jessica. Is there anything you want to say to your dad? She says she wants to tell you that you did a good job. Oh, I tried. She says that you really made her feel safe. Does she is she does she spend a lot of time near me? Mm, she said that she wanted you to know that she really trusted you, and that that there was no fear because she trusted you. Did she suffer much at the end? She was hit by a car. Well, that's interesting that she says she trusted you, isn't it? Did you find her after she passed away, or what happened? Yeah, I I uh, found her out in the road. It was head trauma. Oh. I'm waiting for something. Hold on. She said when she got hit, it kind of felt like a hiccup. Okay. She said she didn't go to heaven right away. She said she went and she found you. Oh, baby. You said that she was around you until you found her. And that when you found her, it was like she crawled into your chest to heaven. Uh, she wants you to know that she loves you. Oh, it's I'm interesting so glad. that she was talking a lot about how, like, you like she felt safe with you and she trusted you and stuff like that. Was Did you feel like a little bit guilty about her getting hit by a car? Or was something going, 
It's interesting that she wanted to tell you all those things that she felt safe and trusted you. She 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 wasn't content. She loves used to love to sleep between my legs at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother used to call her a one man cat. <laughs> <laughs> she really you know, she I'm the only one she really warmed up to. We found her up in the woods in Greenwich, and we we couldn't find her original owner. And I, I did could, did she, could she tell me where she lived before I found her? Yeah, you know what's interesting, too, is I kind of feel like she will come back to you, and I keep seeing snowflakes, so it must be, like, around Christmas time. Hmm. It was, uh... I remember, I remember snowflake, because that might have something to do with when you find her. Like Yeah, we found her in uh, July of 2008. Yeah, I mean, if she reincarnates, something might come up with the, with the word snowflake or something about snowflake. Okay, but she uh, would she be white if she comes back? I'm sorry, it's a little hard to hear. I've got a cell phone; it's kind of difficult. Oh, um, yeah, she says she wants to be white. The thing is, though, is sometimes what they try to do is that they try and um, they try and come back like the way you want them to, but then when they're trying to find their way back, they really want to come back into a healthy body that's going to live a long time. And so it does, they can't always manifest exactly everything that they want. But right. everything does fall into place. And sometimes it doesn't even happen right at the same time that they say. But I do keep seeing, like, glittery snowflakes. So that might mean something when she comes okay. back. Yeah. Well, tell her I love her very much. Oh, did you hear that, baby? She says that she can hear you talking to her. Yeah, I I've got a little bit of her fur and I I in a little bag and I keep it in bed with me at night. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, she was a doll. And she like, said she, she said she sleeps with you. Aww. She still does. She, she still, still does. does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Oh, thanks for yeah. calling so much. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what will happen. Definitely call us back if uh, you find your new cat. Snowflake. I know. I had this reincarnation story happen recently where this woman had been trying to find this dog, and we thought mm-hmm. the dog was coming back in June or July, and I was starting to get really stressed about it, like really, really stressed. And then... um just a couple of weeks ago, she booked another session, and the dog explained to me where, what he looks like, and sort of what town he's in. Mm-hmm. And I Googled mm-hmm. while I was on the phone with her and found him. Oh, and my gosh. And the dog gosh. said he would be between me and another person, but mm-hmm. don't worry. They're going to like you so much that mm-hmm. they're going to give me you. And, like, everything the dog said matched uh-huh. up so when she so when she said that the people were like oh we're going in home checking someone else and then they were trying to figure out who and and That's then so the awesome. husband was 
the husband was so skeptical. The husband was like, oh, my God, he just, I didn't even talk to him. He didn't even ever come on a session because he was so skeptical of the whole thing. And she says now he keeps calling the puppy by the other dog's name and he's like, <laughs> not skeptical anymore. Oh, that's so funny. That's like exactly what happened with me and Fenway when we talked and, you know, we found him and like, I, like, I didn't even want him and Ventura kept coming back and he came back exactly how you said, poodle. I said, I want a poodle. And he came back with my poodle. They always amaze me. And, you know, yeah. like the times when, like, they don't come back right when they say they are, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, I just feel like I'm sending these people on a on a uh, wild goose chase. It's like the worst yeah. feeling. But I when know. it happens, I'm like, oh, my God, there are miracles in the universe. Okay, so <laughs> Stormy, I told Stormy that he has to stay up while the dogs went to doggy daycare so that he could be, he could do words of wisdom, and he is wide awake, and he's been wide okay. awake the whole show, staring at Go me. Go for it, Stormy. So, so Stormy, it's your words of wisdom time, you shaggy little bug. i got to tell everybody something. If you have a problem talking to your animal, go take a shower. And then come back and try again. It makes a lot of sense if you take the time because your animal will understand you. And I have to tell you all about hearing them. Sometimes you'll feel like I'm so confused and bad at this. Every now and then you'll be like, oh my God, I got it. And when you're like that, your relationship with your pet gets deeper and then you realize that the thoughts you think and that the pictures that you put in your head create the life that you desire and that's so important. So if you think bad things, your animal and yourself will feel like you're in muck. Don't think bad things. Think only happy thoughts. And know that I love you. Because I'm Storm King, the star of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Stormy. (laughs) Oh, man. You could tell he was awake for the whole thing to write all that out. Um, Tune in to the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week to talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com. For more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura, like us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And if you're not following us on Twitter, please do so at The Pet Psychic. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Talk with the animals. She can talk to the